Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. I'm here with the use. What's up, guys? Please hit that subscribe button, or if you're looking and listening to us on podcasts, go to YouTube, Barca Breakdown. Hit that subscribe button, please, because we got a big video, use. We got some thoughts about Komen the day after the Classico, and also reacting to the fans, you know, rushing his car as he tried to exit the Camp Nou after that 2-1 defeat to Real Madrid. And now we're going to talk about some awful, awful news, as, you know, when it rains, it pours, right? Because there are some injury news that really leave us uh, scratching our heads and upset and worried because Fatih is hurt, Frankie de Jong has discomfort, PK was on painkillers, and Pedri also suffered a setback. But let's get into it, Yus, because now we're a day after, right, the Classico. And, of course, the victory was not what we wanted, and, of course, there's a lot of shame on Komen for losing three Classicos in a row, the first coach in, what, 85 years to do that. But there's also this feeling that, hey, you know what? We had a great game last weekend where we won. You know, we co- not a great game, but we had a good game. We come into the Classico, and it felt like the game was there for us to take, right? And I think that's one interesting thing as I kind of listen to some of the different thoughts and feelings after the game. Because I heard, you know, Jamie from Talk FCB, who's very emotional. And I don't mean that in necessarily a bad way. He just loves the club, and he feels like Laporta needs to do something now because he doesn't see, as we had mentioned in our post-Classico video, the progress and the development over time that shows us that things will change in the future uh and then on the barcelona podcast side i saw a little bit more of a detached unemotional message which was like hey if we keep our expectations tempered and we understand that top four is really the goal this season as much as it hurts as a barca fan to say that uh then you know winning three points against valencia means a lot more for that race than it does losing you know three points against real madrid i mean no one wants to lose the Clasico at home but with the team in the state it is in and with you know real madrid looking pretty threatening you know in games besides the Clasico, we we have to kind of look at it that way um and you know what we're really talking about here is the fact that after the game a bunch of fans went and they you know hovered around coman's car they were yelling at him telling him to get out of the club things like that right and It's concerning because first and foremost, we have to say like, you know, our emotions as fans should never get into a way where we're making players, coaches, the board, other fans feel threatened or like their safety is in danger. It's especially concerning because Komen has heart issues, right? Don't want to have him have a heart attack or anything. And then his wife (laughs) is in the car, which, you know, also brings into play a totally innocent bystander. And Komen is a club legend. Even if he's not doing what we want, the board has the ability to change things, uh, even if we may want Komen to resign so we don't have to pay him. And so... You know, I think that's our, our, our big message, right, is that we shouldn't be hostile to people, right? If you're sure. mad, go to the game, uh, whistle, throw up the, you know, whatever you want to throw up just to make your message known, but you shouldn't be encroaching on people's safety. But I want to hear from you, Yus, because after the class go, you know, we have a day to, to sit back and, and think, how do you feel about Komen? How do you feel about, you know, the emotional takes of we need to mount now because we're not progressing or more rational take possibly that hey, he's going to cost us a lot of money to leave. Our goal should really be top four and to make it out of the Champions League group stage, and switching a manager now won't help us accomplish that. Well, I think I'm kind of in the middle ground of Talk FCB and the Barcelona podcast, in which I think like we definitely need to temper our expectations coming into the season. We knew we had a lot of problems. We just came out of the... Uh, the whole debacle of Bartomeu and we, you know, we had Laporta promising all these things. And so I think at the end of the day, like we definitely have to look at what players we have, what players we lost, uh, our, our healthiness of the players, um, our financial situation. There's a lot of things to stack against us this season. And, you know, it's a transition year. We have a lot of young players. So I think, you know, temper expectations like uh, Dan from the Barcelona podcast says, but at the same time, I think talk FCB 
and Jamie have a point, right? We are a mm-hmm. team who has is used to winning. We're a team that is used to playing a certain style. We're a team that, you know, has some great history. And I think we're we're slowly losing our identity. And so I think that's where the frustration from Jamie kind of comes from mm-hmm. is that like, hey, this is this is our team, but I feel like it's not the same. It's I mean, obviously things have changed, but there's some inherentness of Barcelona that has changed and I think that's where we kind of have a difficult time adjusting, right? Sure. So at the end what of the day... What I think is interesting uh-huh. is like, you know, the identity thing doesn't bother me as much because you saw, right, Luis Enrique when we won the treble, right? You saw him, in, 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 you know, use a much more uh, counterattacking style and take mm-hmm. advantage of Messi, Neymar, and Suarez rather than like the classic, you know, Guardiola, Tiki Taka style we saw back in like that golden era under Laporta. And, you know, on one hand, I, I definitely see what there's what, you know, um, Dan and the Barcelona podcast are saying about how, hey, if we're, our goal is top four, like that Valencia win last weekend, we, you know, we, we looked at that game with the the kind of um, skepticism that that style was going to help us win against Real Madrid. And we were right. At the same time, though, like, you know, that's a big three points. And so it's just it's, it's going to be hard this season as fans to kind of figure out what lane we need to be in to navigate the waters and see see where we need to be i mean i think the biggest thing that's frustrating is that there doesn't seem like there is a step being taken forward right and mm-hmm. we mentioned this after the classico but it's just a continued issue of players not getting better once they come to barcelona which is really treacherous because barcelona should be something you aim for and then once you achieve that it, it like inspires you to understand that you've made it you know made it to one of the big sure. clubs of the world the biggest club in the world and then you want to take your your play to the next level and and the way we've seen Depay kind of not figure it out and, and us not employing him in a, in a in a good position where he's running at defenders having players to connect to the way we've seen Frankie De Jong he seems very lost this season not sure if he should be you know sometimes he's in like a back two with Busquets as like a, a pivot sometimes he is trying to be a little bit more offensive minded but can't really because of Pedri's injury and so you know I, I, I'm upset with Komen I'm not happy that he's our manager but I think because of the money it's going to cost to replace him and because of the lack of good uh, replacements we have now it, it, I feel like it's shooting ourselves in the foot a bit to be out there every day every you know week saying we need to come out we need to come out I mean I feel like Dembele is one of my hopes that hopefully when Dembele sure. comes back he'll be able to offer us that speed and that quickness on the break that could be you know something to really help us out and so let us know in the comments you know what you think um where you stand with Komen right now I mean I, I know no one's happy right <laughs> there's no question about it no one's happy but how do we sort of manage how we feel about this club and the team and 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 what as fans uh how can we support the team best to achieve what we want which is winning more games right is it causing too much divisiveness if everyone on social media is creating so much toxicity that fans are going to his car and like attacking him i think that's probably a step too far but you know where do we need to be and it's the the hard part here is it's not going to get easier because this is some of the news around injuries that we've heard uh, today, the day after the Clasico, that, that really worry me, right? One, Anzu Fati has a knee that's not feeling good, which I know sounds really scary, but uh, according to reports, it's because of a collision during the Clasico, and it's actually not his knee that he had surgery on two or three times. It's actually his other knee. So there are some good signs that he'll be able to play again very soon. Frankie de Jong, uh, he had discomfort before the game in his hamstring, but Frankie himself and Komen decided to play him, and now he has a hamstring uh, little minor injury, and he's going to be out 7 to 10 days. There's also news that PK had to be on painkiller injections to make the game. Jordi Alba uh, also had some sort of painkillers given to him to help put him in the game. And then finally, I think one of the things that's most concerning, besides those two during the game, is that Pedri 
is now having a setback. It's a little bit confusing, uh, according to reports, whether it's a setback or his initial injury just didn't recover as quickly as possible. But it's looking like he's going to be out three more weeks until after the national team break in November. So, Yus, oh, my God, how are we going to deal with this? I mean, what <laughs> does this say about the team? What does this say about where we're going to be in the next few La Liga games, in the Champions League? Uh, what, what are you thinking? Well, okay, one, and first and foremost, the most important thing here is I feel like our uh, Barca physio team has really failed us here, and we've seen this time yep. and time again. We cannot keep our players healthy. We cannot keep injury prevention. Uh, whatever's going on on our team, we need to make a major change, or we need to get somebody else that knows what they're doing to keep our players healthy and to prevent re-injuries, right? Because you're just saying here that, mm -hmm. like, one of the youngest players, Pedri, who just played a phenomenal uh, calendar year, is now injured and he's get, he has another setback. This is awful. But, you know, what I really am not happy about is that we can't seem to consistently practice well with each other with all these injured players, right? Like, yeah. Let's not forget we have Araujo out. Let's not forget we have mm -hmm. uh, or Aguero just came Aguero back. Aguero right? just got yeah. back, yep. And so, like, well, in it kind of goes to what uh -huh. Cohen was saying, right? Which is like, you know, the whole narrative of the last two months. You can go ahead and watch our video about Cohen and Laporta, and you know, the different deadlines we had set. Where if you're not improving in these three games, we're going to fire you. True. Is what allegedly was said by Laporta <laughs> to Cohen. But Cohen the whole time has said, "Hey, I need the team back healthy for yeah. me to really show what I can do this season." And you know, it, it kind of goes back to our discussion first half of this video about like, you know, whether. Komen is going to help us improve I do understand that it's hard for him to, to show a steady improvement when our healthiest players aren't playing right sure. and, uh, there has to be some blame I think you're right most of it is on the physio team because whether it was Dembele whether it was Messi's Pubalja whether it's <laughs> any of the players we're talking about now there has been a continued issue with sure. players staying healthy and players recovering uh, completely on our team at the same time though Komen and Laporta right him and Frankie De Jong deciding hey Frankie should play through a hamstring injury I feel like a hamstring injury in soccer is never going to get better somehow playing on it uh, the fact that you know Fati, De Jong, Piquet, Alba all had to be playing hurt or or have mm -hmm. some sort of painkillers or getting hurt during the game uh, is really not a good sign for us uh, and so yeah I'm, I'm frustrated I don't know what this is going to mean I mean I, I think this is the time where Sergio Aguero I know he's coming off an injury and we don't want to rush him I think he's going to pr prove like really pivotal not only sure. because we need a striker, but also because, you know, we're having other injuries with Fati up front and we, none of us, none of us want to see Luke Dijon up there. Right? That's and what I was about to say. I, <laughs> I think it also means that we need to give Ricky Pooch some time, right? Frankie Dijon's hurt. Sure. Um, Pedri's hurt. I mean, Ricky Pooch, after that Classico, we saw you guys in the comments. We saw some people on Twitter talking about, hey, Ricky Pooch is the type of player we need to make those incisive passes, the type of player who will find, you know, any of our offensive players, if they actually make a run for once, he'll be able to find them and, and dribble the ball upfield. And so it's going to be tough. You Question. Do you have any final thoughts about it? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, do you think it would be best for Komen to have not played Frankie DeJong in this situation and played Ricky Pooch or played Sergio Roberto just to cover that midfield spot? Um, well, now, now he has a loss and an injury. Exactly. Right? Whereas the other way, he would just have a loss. Well, so clearly it's worse for him to play Frankie yeah. and the loss. And so that's what I'm trying to get at here is like, while the physio team is definitely to blame in some of these aspects, Komen seems to have, like, I think he should take charge in this kind of situation and be like, hey, you should not play. I'm going to play somebody else. If you're out for seven to 10 days, you're going to miss at least two games and I need you there. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously they didn't know seven to 10 days, but 
you know, you get my point. It's hard because players will always say, "I I want to play." You know, of course. so of course. that's but that's I, that again. I feel like you know, if the coach says, "Hey, can you play?" They say they can play. The the really red line has to be the physio team, which is where we circle around to the main issue with this team. Sure. And there are reports I saw that Komen met with the physio team, saying like, "Hey, what the hell is going on here? We need to tighten <laughs> it up, right?" But news, mm-hmm. let us let let's uh let's just refocus, right? We got a game mm-hmm. coming up this week on Wednesday against Rio Vallecano. A uh, game I really think Barza should win. We um, have to win this, please. <laughs> I mean, but you Rio is on currently, sixteen points, one more than us, although we have a game in hand against them. It is not sure. a good sign that against Rio we are looking at points and games in hands, uh, you know, nine games into the season. But everyone pray. If you want to make us happy, hit that subscribe button. Please. Let us know in the comments your thoughts. Thank you guys so much. Tell your friends about the Barca Breakdown. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys.